As successful sales organizations, as we begin to grow as an organization, one of the challenges is some of the practices that got us to where we're at aren't necessarily going to get us to where we want to go. Some of the attitudes, behaviors, competencies, all of these things that got us to where we're at often aren't going to be the things that help us get to where we want to go. What we're really saying here is that entrepreneurial or business success doesn't guarantee successful succession or transfer of leadership. When you're growing your organization, especially in North America, many, many people are retiring and the up-and-coming millennial generation, Generation Y, and even a lot of the Generation Xers on the tail end of Generation X are taking over the reins, but many of them are ill-equipped. Now, I know in the last few written blog entries on ClosingBigger.net, I've talked about the importance of mentorship, but we can also run ourselves ragged mentoring everyone. Really, not all mentees are created equal. In other words, as leaders, we need to develop the skills and the capacity to really equip our team to succeed versus enabling them to succeed. Part of that is transfer of leadership skills. In order to do that, though, we have to be careful how and where and with whom we invest our energy. We can't mentor everybody at once in our organization to be a leader. Often we have to prioritize. What I suggest people do is break down their client base, or excuse me, their staff and their sales force, and whoever you're mentoring, no matter what you're doing, into A, B, C, and D categories. And A is for absolute. These people are 20 percenters. They're willing to grow and they're able to grow. These are the 20 percenters. They're going to give us 80% of our growth. B is for beneficial. These people are open, aware, and have some potential, possibly in the future. C is a convenient person to mentor or invest in. In other words, if you've dealt with all the A's and B's and they're lined up and you have some extra time, then you move into the C's. They're often great followers or they lack the desire to grow. They're really not at this point in their life at the right leadership capacity to even be open to growing. Leadership is not a one-way street. It's not something that one person gives to another. It is, in essence, a two-way street between the mentee and the mentor, the leader and the follower. There has to be a mutual commitment to grow the individual. Then our D categories are, of course, discard or disengage. These people need to change or be changed in a hurry. So let's look at our A's. If you are mentoring a sales team of people, and you're going to develop future leaders or future managers or future key account executives, for instance, here's what I would describe an A category as. I'm going to run through some of these points. Number one, the leader has a high level of credibility with them. In other words, they respect you, you've got rapport with them. Without that, you're not really going to be able to mentor them anyways. They're problem solvers. They've got a big desire for continued learning. They're accountable. They're self-starters. They're good communicators. They're respected and trusted. They have their house in order, their personal affairs. Everyone's got a bit of chaos in their life, but this person's able to manage and balance the life and work challenge. They respond versus react to situations, and they handle stress well. They stay until the job is done, and they put the extra work in. They desire change and improvement even when they're performing well. So this is our A category. So as you hear these categories of people, if you're managing a group of staff right now, I'm sure two or three faces, maybe more, have popped into your head. These are the people we want to really invest 80% of our energy in. Now we look at our Bs. B categories, which are beneficial to mentor, but again, 
after we've really handled the core business activities that are going to support the A's, this is the characteristic of a typical B category mentee or staff member. They're part of the cheering committee. They may not be actually active, but at least they're supportive. They've got good intent, but sometimes they get bogged down by personal issues or having things not go their way. They'll take initiative, but not always in the context of the team or the organizational vision and values. They have to be often reminded of the big picture. They're reasonable communicators, but sometimes they don't listen that well. They're not sure where they want to go, but are motivated and have a desire to contribute. And often they're aware of others' needs and desires, but may not be able to meet those needs and desires due to a lack of confidence, organizational skills, or ability to get beyond the daily grind. So this is our B category mentee. Again, a very different strategy you have with your A's. Not unlike an A and a B category client, you're going to have less frequency of contact and invest less resources in the B categories. Now our C's. C category mentees are typically the ones that your traditional manager invests all their time in. Traditional management structure is focused on fixing broken people instead of finding the talents within people and growing them. In addition to this, they tend to invest in the weaker players on the team. There's a great book called First Break All the Rules, and it was written by Marcus Buckingham, with, published by the Gallup Organization, which goes into this in great detail. But I think it's a really important book to pick up, or at least you can pick it up as an audio book through iTunes as well. But the key factor here is the lesson, as what Marcus Buckingham talks about, is that instead of fixing broken employees or investing your energy in the weakest part of your organization, your highest ROI is to invest a heavy amount of energy in your A's and mitigate the risks due to employing C's, even moving them to other parts of the organization or out of the organization. So here's a characteristic of a typical C category client. Work is a paycheck and doesn't need a purpose. They're well liked, does their job, but they tend not to connect with the team. They have a large fear or aversion to change or moving outside of comfort zones. A lot of personal challenges that are affecting productivity. And they also may be cynical or problem seekers and offer a few solutions to these problems. Now the reality is you won't have anybody who's a perfect A, B, or C. Even an A category employee may have a few C category traits and vice versa. But overall, we're using these criteria to determine who I'm investing most of my energy and corporate resources into. Now lastly, we have our D category employees. Ideally, D is for disengage. And this means to disengage them from your organization, or at least your department. D's, it's all about them. They often have major personal problems and disasters. A lot of times it's self-induced, and it's often constant. For instance, issues like addiction come up over and over again here. They tend to be toxic in their behaviors toward others. They're lacking in communication skills and emotional intelligence. And they often refuse to change to a large degree. So as we look at these things... Being able to look at our A, B, C, and D category mentees, if we have to invest in a lot of employees, helps us begin to determine, especially if we can't train everybody, or we can't invest in coaching for every single employee, we look at what's my highest ROI at this point. And my suggestion is not to go around and mentor and invest a heavy amount of energy fixing my D's and C's. My goal is to spend a lot of time with my A's and then my B's, and that's really going to give my organization its highest return on investment. That's Shane Gibson's podcast with closingbigger.net.